We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, the topic is the cult of the COVID crazies. This science-denying false religion of people in the United States and the Western world who are worshiping their feelings and their fears, rather than being pro-science and attending to the facts. These people are foreclosed, they're not thinking, they are cultists. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. The topic is the false religion of COVID. This thing has taken on all the markings of being a cult. It's not pro-science any longer. At the front end, again, I'll give a lot of people a free pass. We didn't know. We've talked about this before. We didn't know what to believe at the front end of the pandemic. Therefore, in trust, we accepted the reports that were coming out of the CDC, the reports that were coming from those individuals who had been appointed to high office, supposedly because they would share the scientific facts with us with regard to how to avoid getting sick. It was very simple. That's all we were interested in at the time. We didn't know for sure how aggressive this virus was going to be. Oh, even then, we saw a lot of data that suggested that it wasn't nearly as bad as what they were telling us. We knew from the beginning, or at least almost from the beginning, that there was a 99-point-something survival rate, that even if you contracted COVID, that you would have a 99.5% or whatever that point percent was, a 99% plus survival rate, even if you contracted the disease. And a lot of us were scratching our heads at the time and wondering, why are we panicking over this thing when there's a 99% plus survival rate? What in the world would we do if there was only a 95% survival rate or a 90 percent survival rate. And Lord help us, we would give up everything. We'd sell our first child. If it was an 80 percent survival rate, we would lose our minds. I said a thousand times on this show, Patrick Henry's words, give me liberty or give me death, were turned on their ear immediately. And we said, we fear death, so take our liberty. And we did this so readily. And as the story has unfolded, we watch time and time again, for example, people that still believe that masks work. People still will walk into a restaurant masked up, virtue signaling as they walk through the crowd, and then they'll sit down at a table right next to everybody else and take off their masks as if the virus somehow stopped at that table. This makes absolutely zero sense. And the people that do this are often wearing cloth masks. 
I've shared with you before, there are over 20 studies internationally from Israel, from Sweden, from Denmark, from Japan, from Oxford, from Cambridge, and even from Canada and the United States. We have study after study after study over the decades, not just over the last 24 months, but over the decades on the efficacy of masks. And the overwhelming conclusion is that masks don't work. If there's any benefit whatsoever, it's marginal, marginal at best. They don't work. And yet today you have people posting stuff about masks work because they were around somebody that had COVID and they didn't contract COVID, therefore their masks must work, even though the person that contracted COVID wore a mask and is vaccinated and has two or three boosters. But yet, because you didn't get COVID and the other person who was masked and was vaccinated and had the boosters did, masks work? Well, what about him or her? Why didn't the mask work for that person? I mean, this is a false religion. It's like saying crystals work or that healing water that you paid $500 for to get in a little vial from some charlatan on TV. That healing water of the Nile or of the Jordan River, this will heal you. This is snake oil. This is the false belief in a false religion because of your emotions. There's no science to this. Today I'm going to share a couple stories with you about the facts that are taking place right now. But these facts are being fact-checked by these people who think masks work and are virtue signaling with their masks while they walk through a restaurant and then they take their masks off. They sit right next to you and they're all virtuous and self-righteous because they wore their mask in they take their mask off. They spread all of their deadly diseases around while they have their mask off, but apparently they don't believe that they're guilty of that because they're the religious. They're the righteous. They're the believers. Crystals work. The magic healing water works. That prayer cloth that they paid for, that they now wear across their face, that works. And if you didn't buy the cloth or pay for that vial of water, or if you didn't buy the crystals, if you didn't do whatever the cult called upon you to do, then you'll die. You don't have the magic. Sound like a cult to you? All right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to start out afterwards by playing a recording of an attorney who's sharing data out of the Department of Defense at a Senate hearing. And apparently, the cult of COVID doesn't care. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to The Rebellion. All right, the topic for the day is the cult of COVID, and why am I calling it that? It's because those virtue signaling mask fanatics, those people that believe that the vaccines are unquestionable, and that if you have any skepticism at all, if you're a critical thinker at all, if you dare to look into the data and say, wait a second, there are some logical, scientific, 
medical statistical questions we should be asking about the efficacy of this vaccine and the potential side effects thereafter. If you say any of that, these COVID cultists will lose their mind. They'll fact check you. They'll condemn you. They'll call you a heretic. You're not a true believer. You're putting other people's lives, their very salvation, is in jeopardy because of your sin. That's where they are in their thinking right now. And none of it is based on facts. They're not pro-science. They're science deniers because science is the perpetual asking of questions. It is the perpetuation of critical thinking. It's looking at the data and saying, hmm, let's be honest enough to ask good questions, to seek good answers, to use right data, to discard data that's wrong and that's fraudulent and that is flawed, and come to better conclusions over time. It's the ongoing process of doing this. That's science. That's the antithesis of what the cult of COVID is doing right now. This example that I brought up of masks, that masks work. They work. Why? Why? Because you didn't get a disease that I didn't get either? Well, I don't wear a mask, so what's the point? What's the point? You wear a mask, and you're going to virtue signal that they work and that you're saving lives because you wear a mask, but that person right next to you wore a mask too and got sick. So were you more virtuous? Were you more religious? Were you more righteous in the way you masked versus that person next to you who likewise masked, but the god of COVID got her and didn't get you? Do you see the inconsistencies here? This is a false religion. It's bad theology. It's bad science. There's a report out there right now, and I want to I want to get into this one with you because it is a report of a attorney, an attorney, I should say, who was um, at a Senate hearing just recently. Daniel Horowitz posted this. And this is Thomas Renz. And he testified to a Senate hearing on what's going on with regard to the vaccines. This shouldn't be a left or right issue. This shouldn't be a Republican versus Democrat issue. This should be an issue that's open to debate, open to discussion, open to criticism, because our goal is to come to the right conclusions. Our goal is to find out what's true. Our goal is to make decisions based on facts, not on feelings, not on paranoia, not on fear, not on political power, but we should be looking for what's right and what's real? Well, it's interesting. This attorney is going to share information that you'll hear in a minute when I play the recording. The information basically is summarized as this. That the number of cancer diagnoses in the military went up from a five-year average of 38,700 per year to 114,600 in the first 11 months of 2021. Why that increase? Why that increase? Do you think maybe we should be asking that question? Now, correlation doesn't mean causation. Anybody who wants to treat the data honestly 
will know that and will admit that. But when you see a dramatic increase in this past 11-month period as it compares to the previous five-year averages, shouldn't you ask yourself the question, why? Is there a mitigating variable that could be causing this? For example, Agent Orange. If everybody was exposed to Agent Orange, then maybe that would explain the problem. Or was there something else that they did? Was there nuclear testing that they were exposed to that it caused the average to, or at least the case count, to go up far above the five-year average? These are good questions. Well, this attorney is going to share the information. This is about two minutes. I want you to listen to it. It's very important. Very important because he's talking about facts. He's not talking about faith. He's talking about reality. He's not talking about emotions. He's talking about real numbers, real statistics, and he's asking the Senate to attend to them. But oh no, the cult of COVID cries heresy. I want you to listen to this. All three have, att- have given me this data. I have declarations from all three. This data is under penalty. Of, uh, this is under penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, we have substantial data showing that uh, we saw, for example, uh, miscarriages increased by 300% over the five-year average, almost. Uh, we saw almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average. Cancer is not being talked about except for by Dr. Ryan Cole. Thank you, doctor. Uh, We saw, this one's amazing, neurological. So neurological issues which would affect our pilots. Over a thousand percent increase. A thousand. Ten times. That's ten times rate and obviously that... 83,000 per year, I'm sorry, 82,000 per year to 863,000 in one year. Our soldiers are being experimented on, injured, and sometimes possibly killed. Dr. Corey, thank you so much for your stance on the corruption. That's precisely what it is. They know this. And, Senator, uh, when these doctors are attacked, not necessarily the people in this room, I'm not giving names, they call me. I'm the one dealing with the medical boards. I'm the one watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. Senator, we also have... Uh, let me give you this last thing and then I'll shut up and uh, get out of your way. 9-28-2021, Project Salus weekly report. Project Salus is a defense, defense department initiative where they report and contra- uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist supposedly and they give it to the CDC. They're watching these vaccines. On that date, and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxxed. It's 99% unvaxxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document says specifically 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC needs to be investigated. And- okay. Again, this is an attorney who has brought this data forward to a Senate hearing because he has whistleblowers within the Department of Defense, the various different branches of the military coming to him 
and sharing these facts. Okay, so COVID crazies out there, the cult of COVID, these are facts. Oh, but you don't know that the vaccine caused it. Okay, let's be honest. Let's be open-minded like we do in the scientific, in the, in the realm of scientific inquiry. And let's figure out if there are any mitigating variables that could be causing a 1,000-fold increase in neurological disorders in the military over the last 11 months. Do you think that maybe something's going on that caused that? A 1,000% increase in neurological dysfunction over the last 11 months as compared to the five-year average preceding it. Miscarriages up. Cancer up. The list goes on and on. There are reasons to be concerned. You have a huge pool of people who are getting sick. They're not sick from COVID. They're not dying of COVID. They have cancer. Their children are dead via a miscarriage. They have neurological damage. Therefore, their careers are over because they can't fly their planes anymore. Why aren't we asking the right questions? And oh, by the way, he said 70% of the new cases are in the vaccinated. But yet Fauci is calling this a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The data says the exact opposite. So why are we saying get vaccinated when it's the vaccinated who are getting sick and it's 71% of those cases that are being reported within the military are vaccinated? It doesn't take a statistician to understand that when Fauci or anybody else in the cult of COVID suggests that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, that they're lying to you. You know that the cases in Israel right now are going through the roof. Israel is one of the most vaccinated populations in the world. So how could it be a pandemic of the vaccinated if Israel has disproportionate increases in reported cases of COVID? And back to the issue of masking. This is so ridiculous. I've talked to you before about the number of cases that indicate that masks are ineffective. Oh, somebody will be listening to me right now and they'll pull out some study that says, well, you know, N95s or, you know, that, uh, uh, that gas mask from World War II will protect you from airborne pathogens at a certain rate. Okay, if you want to walk around with a World War II vintage gas mask on your face all the time in order to protect yourself from an airborne pathogen that has a 99.5% survival rate, if you do actually get sick from it, then go ahead, bless you, wear your stupid mask. But don't impose your religion, because that's what it is. It's a religion. It's a false religion. And I say false religion because I don't want anybody equating this to Christianity. Christianity is a religion that has stood the test of time. Christianity is a reasonable religion. Christianity 
searches for truth. It's never been afraid of the truth. It always seeks it out because it trusts the words of Christ. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Christianity has actually been the platform, the context for science. Galileo was a Christian. Francis Bacon was a Christian. Sir Isaac Newton was a Christian. All of these men were faithful Christians, and because they believed in a biblical worldview and its predictability, because of the respect that Christianity has always had for facts, for reason, for the things that we learn through experience, through the time-tested truths of revelation, because Christianity has always grounded itself in these things rather than emotions, rather than blind obedience. Christianity has always been different. Christianity has always been governed by something a lot bigger and a lot better than my opinions and my emotions or yours. Christianity has always been a worldview that's in search of reality and isn't afraid to allow people to ask questions about it as we seek to verify it. This is the nature of a true religion, one that's not afraid, but one that has confidence. Bring it on. Test it. Try it. Experience it. Debate it. Those are all Christian views. But oh, not with the cult of COVID. They're afraid. They're not only afraid of the virus, the demon that lurks within their cult. They're afraid, they're afraid of the truth because they won't allow anybody to pursue it. They fact check it, they censor it, they mock it, they malign it. They disparage anybody as a heretic if they dare draw attention to a recording such as the one I just shared with you. You listen to that recording. What is unreasonable about looking into the numbers if you've got that many people getting sick in that particular population? What's unreasonable, what's unwise for anybody to ask the questions, wait a second, is it possible that this mitigating variable of a vaccine that nobody was taking just a few short months ago, and now they are, is it possible that it might be causing damage to these people? Is it possible that women are miscarrying at, what did he say, a 300% greater rate than the previous five-month average? Is it possible that people are getting cancer at 300% plus more than the five-year average that preceded that? Is it possible that there's a tenfold increase, a thousand percent increase in neurological disease and dysfunction? Is it possible that the reason for that could be attributed to something that we're doing different now than we did before? Oh, well, everybody's been required to get this vaccine that, again, I'm going to repeat it, by definition is experimental. It's only, only been approved on an emergency basis. Why? Because we haven't had enough time, by definition, to assess its long-term 
side effects. We do not know. So when you see people who are suffering in great number, this isn't just a, you know an outlier, folks, a tenfold increase in neurological dysfunction within the military is not an outlier. This is a big deal. When you hear of case after case after case of women reporting that their cycle has been disrupted because, well, it happened after the vaccine. So is it because of the vaccine or is it just a coincidence? We don't know. You might want to investigate it. When you see that people are getting sick who've been vaccinated and triple boosted, don't you think you ought to ask, well, why are they getting sick? I thought this thing was supposed to stop this. When you see people that mask who get sick, standing right next to someone or living right next to someone who likewise was masked and one person gets sick and the other person doesn't, don't you have to ask yourself a question, why? Uh, That's not evidence that masks work because even within your own little circle of two people, there's only 50% efficacy there. I, I hate to share that data with you. I know statistics are complicated, but basically you just proved that Best case scenario is that masks only work 50% of the time. If there are two people wearing them and one gets sick and the other doesn't, guess what the efficacy is? 50%, one out of two. And they work? That's a religious claim. That's a cultish claim. That's a faith in something that isn't, doesn't make any sense. That's the faith of the followers of a snake oil salesman or a cultish leader. That's the faith of Branch Davidians and people who are blindly loyal to some sort of messiah that said it was so, so that makes it so. It's not Christianity, and it's not science. It's not rational. It makes no sense. It's dangerous. It's unreasonable. It's science-denying. And it ultimately enslaves other people because that's the nature of cults. If you don't comply, if you don't obey the cult leader, then you will be punished. You will be sacrificed. It's the cult of COVID, people. That's what it is. It's uh, reality-denying, science-denying. It's a fake religion. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.